It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Dude, I do really just want to say that I am very pleased with how this October has turned out because we are watching actual scary movies. And even though it brings you physical, emotional, and spiritual discomfort, you're saddened through it. And we've watched a total of four Really good scary movies for this month. How you feel? Numb. 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 That makes it easier. Avoid a feeling. Slightly, slightly nauseous. And do you feel like we're topping it off every single time? This is the worst movie you've ever made me watch. Yes. I I went through a full gamut of emotions. Yeah. Watching this movie, um, and then as soon as it ended, I went through the full gamut of emotions with how I felt about you. I hated you <laughs> immediately after the movie was over. Uh, I was upset with you for making me watch something like that. Thank you. Um, then I came back around to like, oh, okay, maybe it wasn't that bad. Once I kind of like got to sit with it for a little while. And then I did a little studying and reading and and, and praying. And I came back around <laughs> to it. And then I was like, okay, I get it. I see what Christian was doing. And then we started talking about it. And then I started hating it again because it started bringing up all those feelings. And I'm just, it's a lot. It's This movie's a lot. This You're movie, real back and forth about it, huh? This movie physically hurt me. It gave mm-hmm. me a migraine and made me want to vomit. Um, and I don't even think that's an exaggeration. No. Nope. This is by far one of the most difficult movies for me to watch. I've never had a migraine before. I watched this movie and had to lay down. <laughs> I had to go lay down. The fact that someone has to lay down after a movie, like, this really must have fucked you up. And I take that as a huge compliment. Because when I tell people about Hereditary and they're a little unsure about don't it. Don't tell people about this. No, I have to. I have to spread the, I have to spread the word, man. Because they think that these other generic slasher films or whatever poo-poo butt horror movies are out there, they don't even stand in comparison. This movie is so scary because it doesn't rely on jump scares. It is very effective in the sense of how it uses visuals and sounds and it affects all of your senses just to give you that feel. Like now, after watching this movie, it's hard for me to drive at night. I keep thinking there's going to be like... Floating headless bodies <laughs> at night, or there's gonna be smiling naked old people in the crevices of my house. In your crevices? <laughs> Excuse me, what are you doing there? <laughs> it's terrifying. And I know it's really hard for you to get through this, so I wanna say, Alejandro, mm. I'm very proud of you. And the fact that you allowed us to do my favorite horror movie of all time for our Halloween special. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. I couldn't have asked for more. Well, let me discuss a couple of things with you okay. about this movie because it is by far the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Take it as a compliment. It's incredibly disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's um, super viscerally scary. Mm-hmm. There are jump scares. At a least few. two or three. Yes. Um you feel bad for some people. You feel happy for other people. You, you're confused. No one's ever really happy in this movie. You're like a detective. And then at the very end, they 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 wrap it up all in a bow. And then you're just like, oh, fuck. They're like, here you go. Have fun sleeping tonight. It's so good, dude. It's terrifying. At least you had to watch this with uh, Karen. I had to watch this by myself. I watched it in the middle of the daytime and it was still horrible. Oh, my gosh. Why don't, why don't we tell the baddies what we watched? Let's welcome them because... 
Dude, it's our Halloween special, Baddies. Thank you for rocking with us this October. This has been by far my favorite Halloween season since the podcast has started because these are good, scary movies, man. Me so, too. Welcome, 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 welcome. We are dressed fully in costume. Alejandro is decked out right now. And we won't say it, though. No, you're just going to have to hop on YouTube if you are listening to this just on the audio. It's a big surprise as to what we are. It's and extravagant. Christian, I would have liked if you tried a little bit harder. I know. Year. I just didn't have much. I, I just kind of scrambled Almost around. like you didn't try at all. No, Almost these are like just you, random articles knew, of clothing. You knew I was going to wear a costume. Yes. Right? We, we so rude of yesterday. Me. And so rude of still, me. Still, you put in zero effort. I'll try harder. I'll try harder next time. You make me sick. I I apologize, and as your co-host, um, I will I'll bring the heat next Halloween. So we'll 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 be who do you want? What do you want to be next Halloween? I still think we should do Smart Hulk and Fat Thor. Super down, super down. We've been saying this for about two years now, and I I'm if we could actually get the things to make it quality costumes, and I'll work the fuck out. I'll do it. I'll have to work the fuck out for the first six months and then get fat for the next yeah. four months. Yeah, muscle fat like type of thing. Like buff up here, but fat down here. Mm-hmm. I could That'll do be that. perfect. I'd yeah. love that. Well, baddies. We uh, watched a movie. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. No, we just, you go ahead. You do it. Okay. You, no, I, you do it. I'm I'll, sorry. I'll do it. Baddies, we watched a movie. Let's do it together because I feel bad that I Hereditary. You. Hereditary. And if you haven't seen this movie yet, stop this podcast right now because it is a must see it is streaming right now on showtime and if you don't have that it is worth the rent but watch it with people and uh be safe be prepared to like not sleep mm-hmm. it's uh it's or eat so scary well let's get into it dude <laughs> we i just want to say real quick it's not important at all but we've tried a couple of times to do this episode and the fact that i've had to keep coming back to this movie and revisiting the emotions and thinking about it is really fucking with me yeah. i can't wait to finally put this shit away and never think about this movie again and i just want to say we we had to do this episode a few times not because we we suck at this is because the fucking person with a leaf blower outside just two leaf blowers <laughs> pointed directly at the window <laughs> dual wielding leaf blowers just pointing at the house so, not wanting us to record a podcast now they're drilling holes in fences it's just the world's against us but i think through editing you won't even notice it Mm-mm. christian's pretty confident he can edit that part out and you know, the baddies will never know yeah i mean i'll try my best to i think you'll do just fine thanks dude appreciate it <laughs> oh god it's there again we watched a movie called hereditary um this what? is the itty bitty nitty gritty yes i'm not asking for permission today no you don't have to good Just go right ahead it's rated r it, rightfully so uh it should be rated extra r <laughs> uh it was released in the year 2018 and has a runtime of two hours and six minutes that's 126 minutes of pure pain mm-hmm. 125 minutes of pain yeah i'm i'm sorry but also dude i'm proud of you there's a rating of 7.3 out of 10 on the International Movie Database, or IMDb. That's how devils say it. Mm. Um, and then it also has an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then 87% on the Metacritic. Do you know how many Google users approve of this film? What percentage of them would say, like, yes, over no? I'm going to go with 80%. Incorrect. What is it? 74 Damn, that's low. I think it's because people were legitimately scared. They were, but that doesn't mean. They, I think people are legitimately scared. You're watching a scary movie, it's so if it did its scary. job, rate it high, y'all. 
if the job was, if the, do you rate enemas high? Enemas? Yeah, because the job. I said like because the, the, the butt pill. The job of an enema is to like clean your, <laughs> clean out your butt. Do you rate those high? No, because if it does its job well, it's still cleaning out your ass. Yeah, I'll rate it high. It's doing yeah. So you're on my side, right? You're agreeing. I don't think so. Are you calling this movie an enema? It gave me that same feeling. Okay, but it did its job. It scared you. It did its job, all right. Synapsis, coming at you. Right at you. I'm actually going to use a second synapsis because that first one is dog shit. When her mentally ill mother passes away. Aww. Aww. <laughs> like a sitcom aw. A, her husband, her son, and daughter all mourn her loss. The family turn to different means of handling their grief including Annie and her daughter both flirting with the supernatural. They each begin to have disturbing otherworldly experiences linked to the sinister secrets and emotional trauma that they have been passed through the generations of their family. <laughs> okay, so this movie doesn't waste any time. No, they literally start off immediately at a funeral. Yeah, usually horror movies, they, they have like a buildup. It takes place in the high school. You see who like the love interests are that might die. There's like two popular girls on the bed having a sleepover. Yeah, yeah no, there's no, a nerdy no. guy looking at the popular girl that he likes. I think that's called a peeping Tom. Right. Uh, but no, not this one. Nope, just the funeral. And uh, multiple times throughout watching this film, I thought to myself, what the fuck am I watching? Mm. Mostly through the funeral, I didn't know what was happening because they don't explain anything. It's minutes minutes until you figure out people's names yeah um but you know what hey i'm i trust the director with this one and uh rightfully so because this right from beginning to end it it's tense and you're you're scared and you're stressed the entire time they start off at that funeral it's the grandma's funeral the mother of tony collette who plays annie annie's mama and immediately it's kind of suspicious because she's already saying oh the turnout here is great um, so I she's very vain. Yeah, very vain daughter. Yeah, she's like upset about it. <laughs> Should be more people here. Yeah, the the mom. She said that the mom was very to herself, so it was odd that there are so many people, and that already gave us a clue like something's going on. Well, I think the word she uses is private. Mm, private, yes. And then we get to meet the rest of the family, and uh, so there's Peter, played by Alex Wolf. Yes, yes. Half of the Naked Brothers band. Um, fully clothed in this one, though. Yes, fully clothed. Uh, we also have the tongue-clicking, candy-eating... Um, Charlie. Yeah. The daughter. The daughter with a boy's name. Her, she is... You know why she has that name? Because she was supposed to be a boy. Well, named after Charles, who is Annie's brother. Who that killed, killed himself. himself. God damn it. Very small little things that Ari Aster planted in this movie. Subtle. That you have to watch uh, explained videos on YouTube, which is what I did. I had to do a lot of homework on this film. Yeah, I'll be honest. I and did it a lot. It makes it better. did some research and it does. At first watch, I was, just like I said, very upset. Mm -hmm. uh, but once I got to do a little homework and sit with my emotions... Um, I was still upset. <laughs> but at least you knew a little bit more about this film and appreciate it a bit more. Yeah, so not to spoil anything, but baddies, hopefully by now you've watched the film. This whole movie's about King Palomino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think you're... Uh, it's a payment. Payment. I thought you were talking about Pellegrino, San Pellegrino. <laughs> uh, no, I'm thinking of um, the bread... The fast food bread sandwich place, Panera. Oh, oh, oh. 
Uh, anyways, King Paramore is um, <laughs> like the god of jabronis. Uh, actually, let me translate. Of, he's actually the god of mischief. <laughs> let me, let me, he's one of the, yeah, one of the eight kings of hell, god of mischief. Didn't realize there was eight of them. And there was like illustrations uh, depicted in this movie of him holding three decapitated heads, which is why decapitation is such an mm. ongoing theme. The symbol that Annie has on her necklace and that her mother, Ellen, has on her necklace and that you see throughout the movie, yes. that is a simplification. You'll see like three little bumps on the bottom. It's supposed to be like a simple uh, oh. a depiction of Payman holding three decapitated heads. Like a hieroglyphic version. Yes, oh. which is crazy because that pops up everywhere. It does. Uh, the mom's wearing it in the beginning in that funeral. The mm-hmm. dead grandma's wearing it. Uh, it shows up on it, telephone it, poles. It's, it's on the yep. It's in the roof. It's uh, in the background of paintings. It's in the eyeballs. It's in the tattoo on the boy's skin. It's, it's crazy. It's all over the place. Yeah. So like a lot of details uh, were added to this movie to make it better. Like you were saying uh, before recording that you could even hear some stuff subtly. Yes. So I had done some research, and apparently Pay- King Payman mm. uh, is not only the one of the eight kings of hell, but he's also known of like one of the things that like announces arrival is bells and horns, mm-hmm. and that's why um, you know you hear that quite a bit of throughout the the eeriness. It's uh. they don't they don't hide King Payman. They just don't explain him until the end. So throughout the movie, we're watching like a bluish lightning light go in and out of. Charlie and Annie and then eventually to Peter but all throughout the movie we're watching this and it's a lot of times like I said I'm watching this movie and I say to myself what the fuck am I looking at like yeah. I don't know what I'm looking at it's not until the second watch after I've done some homework where I'm like oh fuck yes. it's right there in front of us the whole fucking time so many clues depicting like oh Payman's been around for example Payman is um already in Charlie Yes. From the from from the get. You were telling me that the tongue clicking that she has is not like a nervous tick or something it's that she It's not a help. Charlie thing, it's a payment thing. Wild. Which is why he does which is why Peter does it when payment embodies him. But we know payment's always been around. Yeah. Uh, they like tell stories, but we see it in in action and in storytelling. In action we see it when um Charlie's at school and that bird hits the window and dies. Yeah. And then she goes and decapitates it. Cuts its fucking so head. So she off. has like um a uh, a subconscious inkling to just decapitate, just like how payment does. And keep the head. And make little toys out of it. And if you... Th- a, a symbol from the illustration that's, uh, that's in the movie is that payment holds a staff, and at the top of the staff is this hand that points in such a direction, right? It's very, very <gasps> odd. And so that pops up multiple times. So that's in the illustration. That's also in... Um, that's also in the... At the very end of the movie when they have the statue with uh, Charlie's head on it, holding a staff. And also when Peter freaks the fuck out in the classroom. That's exactly like when Peter goes crazy. Dude, how do they make his face like that? Because that is all... That's not makeup, dude. That means like someone went up to him, flipped his eyelid up, (laughs) said stay like this or you're fired. (laughs) He's like, hang on. (laughs) Let me punch you a few times. Do you know... um, Alex Wolf, that actor, after he smashed his head into the desk, he actually broke his nose. That's commitment, man. That's like along the same lines of like continuing to commit in the scene uh, as Leonardo DiCaprio did in Django after he smashed his hand on the goblet. It's the Django. Um, um, 
No, that's incredible, and I believe it. it. The acting was very visceral. His whole throughout the whole film, it's very gut wrenching. Alex so Wolf gets, is an incredible actor. In Both this. he and Tony Collette, their expressions alone, without anything being said, says so much. They're just as lost as we are throughout yes. the entire film. They don't know what the fuck's going on. Nobody does. And um, what's also sad about this movie is that that family's pretty broken already. Just to begin with, they're a fucked up family, and then like they go through this whole shit, and then. <sighs> Charlie um, is forced to go to a party with yeah with Alex Wolf yes Peter and she was just trying to do her mind her own business and she ended up having to go to this party and Peter he's he's being a teenage boy and yeah. he says like hey he didn't do anything wrong yeah he's like look there's cake she loves chocolate she has like a, a crazy fascination with chocolate she's eating a lot of chocolate throughout the film and usually like um cho- i love chocolate but after watching this movie i'm like i'm, I'm cool off of chocolate for a bit oddly crunchy i was gonna say the sound of the her eating that chocolate was very she crunchy. takes tiny bites like a little squirrel <laughs> yeah really savors the flavor and she's always drawing in a notepad she's just very eerie right it's, I would say gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they go to the party and brother's like, hey, I'm going to go with this girl and you stay here and don't bother anybody. Eat some yeah. cake and shut up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And so she's just filling her mouth. First of all, is it kind of weird? What kind of high school party? We've talked about this. Movies always make high school parties very interesting. Because like the first scene that pops up in that high school party, someone's chopping up walnuts. <laughs> I've never been to a party, a high school party. Where someone's chopping up walnuts. And also, an entire cutting board of walnuts. Yeah. So many walnuts to the point where I was like, again, what the fuck was that? Right. I had to rewind it and be like, is that stuffing? Are they making... What what are they making here? How big is this cake that the walnuts are dispersed that much? And also, how did she not see the walnuts in the cake? Who is actually focusing on cake? Who's not going to Cold Stone and buying a cake for a party? That cake... Should have already been made. Whose birthday is it, man? And who's asking for a walnut chocolate cake? <laughs> Get a regular chocolate cake. You guys are all 17. You guys don't need walnuts. Cupcakes. That's what they need. There you go. Handheld and easy. That way it would have been easy. She would have been alive. They wouldn't have gone through this mess. They would have gone through a mess, though. Something a little bit. They would have figured it out, but I think Charlie might have still been alive. No, I think Charlie has to die. Yeah, for this movie to exist. Yes, yes. So she does actually eat the walnuts, and of course she goes into anaphylactic shock. Very scary depiction of that shock. Like, to see someone freak out. It's like she pops up so calmly, and she's like, Peter, and he's like, what? Because he's smoking weed with uh, the girl that he likes, who's also a fucking bitch. She's really mean. I thought she was going to be, like, nice because she was being active in class and whatnot. But she's actually, like, pretty shallow. I think she's one. I know. I don't know if necessarily she is, but I know one of his friends mm. is one of the naked people. Yes, the- dude, I was going to bring that up. Do you think she is also part of the demon people i don't think so i don't i think she's just a bad person Uh, because they really posit that like everyone knew yeah everyone it's it's i'm not sure like everyone knew that like what charlie had died everyone knew that they were all like Part of the group. I don't know. I think everybody oh, was part on, of the cult. Everybody was on, in on the conspiracy except for them. Yeah, it, it, it seemed like a lot of people because, like, the guy you're talking about is the one of the uh, one of the friends he was smoking with underneath the bleachers. Yeah, with the long hair. Yeah, 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 with a man bun. So, um, upon doing some research for this, uh, apparently, for payment to enter their body, they need to be uh, poisoned with something, or like they need to 
ingest something. So like mm. later on in the movie, you see uh, Annie drink from her tea and she finds like a little clump of like an Poop. herb. It's like an herb. Oh. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Payment poisons his people with shit. Again, another thing that I saw where I was like, what the fuck am I watching? What mm-hmm. is this? What am I looking at? Yeah. Please explain. So that. And so she uh, apparently uh, in the text, uh, Payman uses herbs to kind of get people stoned, introduce himself into <gasps> their bodies. And so he's the smoky, he's smoking herb. Yes. He's smoking herb. And which is why we see the guy with long hair in the cult underneath the bleachers. And that's why the devil's lettuce. And remember he's like feeling yes. And he's feeling like heart palpitations or something. He's, he's freaking like, out. He's like, I think this is laced. Yeah. He's just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, and then we're jumping all over the place. But anyways, she eats the cake and she gets on anaphylactic shock. And the best part of the movie happens when she sticks her head out the window to get more oxygen, which I think is not a thing people do. And then Peter swerves to avoid a deer. Yeah. A and deer. Um, she gets her head completely removed by a telephone pole. And I think that was one of the most shocking things. I screamed out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Full stop. I watched that part. Uh, I saw my... I went downstairs into the kitchen as my dad was watching this for the first time ever. And it was during that scene. And he screamed out loud. Because <laughs> it's a big surprise. <sighs> and imagine, I watched this in theaters when it first came out. And seeing that, I... Cried. I, I just, I couldn't handle it. I do hate that scene. But what the one thing I do like is this cinematography choice of the camera then goes straight to Peter's face. And Peter's immediate reaction. And Peter almost can't even bring himself to look at the mirror. It's so And the good. camera like does that jo- quick look back and down. Mm-hmm. And then like slowly he takes his foot off the brake and mm-hmm. the car starts rolling again. It's just the the intensity that they build and they create in the in the moment is so fucking it's good. tense. It's, it's palpable. It's fucking It's so realistic. Oh, it's, it's making my tummy turn. I've seen so many movies, horror movies, where a loved one dies and their reaction to their loved one dying is, it's you can't believe it. I, I feel like a, a traditional horror film would do that scene, but we would like see the head come off and then there'd be like a gush of blood and then he'd like get out and be like, no! Yeah. Be like covered in blood. And then it'd be it'd like rain and the camera would pull away like from the top. Yes. Uh, and then like cut to the funeral, but no. Here, he doesn't even look back because he knows exactly what happened. He just... Goes home, gets out of the car. Doesn't even tell his parents. Goes to bed. The scene where he goes, where he's inside the house and the parents' door is open and they're watching TV or whatever. And they're fine. They don't know what happened. And she, he just stands in the hallway for a bit trying to fathom what just happened. And he just goes into bed. Like that, putting yourself in that shoes, like I just killed my little sister, is like the most terrifying. That's the true horror in this film. It is the worst part of the movie, I will say. Um, and not worse, like, bad. It's, like, the most in- intense part of the film. And what makes it even more upsetting is just the unfortunate series of events, right? It's just, like, I want to go to this party. Be- um, I My mom made me bring Charlie. I decided to smoke weed with the girl that I like in class. She brings me upstairs. I tell... I Charlie wanted to come with me, you know? So, so many, like, preventable... Opportun- so many opportunities to prevent what had happened, I'm sure, is just eating him up alive. And then we eventually cut to... We don't see Peter tell No, but we Annie. do see Charlie's head on the floor. 
Oh my Which is one God. of the most intense visuals I've ever seen in a film, ever. It's like the next day or however many days, the and it's just covered in maggots. getting at it. And, Dude, and the way Annie finds out is you, you hear the next morning, Peter's just in bed, didn't sleep in um, one second, and Annie just like, okay, I'm going to go out for whatever groceries, gets in the car, and just screams, and his eyes start to water. Incredible directing, incredible storytelling, just just so good. Right? It's sad. It's very visceral. It makes me very upset, and I don't like thinking about it. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's just like, damn, this really took a toll on you. I don't know how I can watch like Scarface and the whole like chainsaw scene, but then I watch this film, and I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. Yeah, well, that one like I, you could pass off, and it's also a character we don't really care for. But this one's like a, a at the time, an innocent thirteen year. They're all innocent. Yeah, they don't know what the hell's going on. We find out later that the grandma's been can, had her nails deep into the sand leaf yes. since the like creation, way early on. Um, Everything here is like orchestrated by the cult that she runs. So now Charlie's dead. Yeah, but Payman. Needs a vessel. Mm-hmm. So he'll pick the most vulnerable, who is? Um, it's going to be Peter. Yeah. But first he goes to Tony Collette. Because, yeah. Because that's uh, that's the movie. Um, and do you remember like the blue light that we see kind of like into yeah. people? It is one of those things where it's like, I think that could be like a good thing. Then it ends up being the absolute worst thing. <laughs> it's the opposite thing. It's. <laughs> It's the demon. I was hoping <laughs> it's fucking everything up. Because in Haunted Mansion, the Eddie Murphy <laughs> movie, that's the friend. Oh, like yeah, a little vessel of light. Yeah, I feel I feel like that's that's the force. I feel I feel you're right. It's midichlorians. That's midichlorians. Don't get me started on that. Please. <laughs> the, the Star Wars hereditary collab is what we've been waiting for. The the death of her daughter completely sends her into a just wretch, wretched, destroyed body. She was already going to those uh, support meetings. Yes. For her dead mother that she didn't know how to feel about, and now she's back or like contemplating going back, which is where Joan uh, really. Con- yeah, she's contemplating going back to these um, like bereavement classes mm-hmm. and then she's like you know what i can't do it i'm not ready for this she starts leaving and then this lady like throws herself on the roof of the car and Ooh, like, i would say she's like a great actress the way like if what the director said is just like do everything in your power to become this person's friend if you notice that the way joan talks to annie every time annie like uh every time tony collette moves her body away Joan pulls her back in and like, look at me, look at me. I'm telling you, this works. Mm-hmm. Like when she, when Joan caught her at the outside of the craft store. Yeah. She was like, Joan, or she was like, Annie, Annie. I know I how this sounds. I know this sounds. I know this is crazy. I know this is crazy. And like, you see her, she's like pulling her in and like, it's, she's forcing her to like give her attention. And it is incredible acting from Joan. But I want to say something. Please. Do you know? Okay. When, Joan convinces Annie to go inside of her apartment and they uh, try the seance so that Joan can say, hey, I'm talking to my grandson. You just need an item that belonged to him and you got to light this candle. Yeah. The item that belonged to her grandson was the chalkboard, right? Yes. And the grandson said, I love you, grandma. Yes. That was fake. And this is why I know. Because if you look back at the scene where Joan is in the parking lot with Annie, Joan's 
trunk of her SUVs open, and in the trunk of her SUV is a chalkboard that she just bought from that craft store. That's not her grandson. She bought that in preparation to have Annie over and say, this is, isn't that crazy? Everything is orchestrated by the cult. What? Right? This movie makes my fucking skin crawl, dude. Crazy. I, you know what? (laughs) (sighs) What? (laughs) It's insane, man. So then when they do the seance, it's not a seance. She's doing like an actual like summoning. That's why she's like, I don't even know what language I'm speaking. I'm just saying uh-huh. these words and she's summoning payment. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. Stressful. I know. I'm going to need to lay down after this. dude. <laughs> just like This movie fucking puts me on my ass. dude. I, <laughs> this movie makes me weak. <laughs> It's keep going, keep blowing my mind. Just, it's okay. So it uh, just it literally scared the fuck out of me, and I don't. I mean, I'm shook. Right. This movie ruined me. Oh, it's it's so subtle. Everything is so subtle. Like from like the rug, you know. She's yeah, like, yeah, oh, my she's, oh my mom. That too, we find out later. To, what are the, what makes this your favorite horror film? You watch a lot of horror films. You you've seen good and bad and funny and not and yeah yeah. What, yeah. what makes is it the fact that it affects people like this so? intensely so probably like th- three or four main reasons it's um a this the attention to detail mm. I, I love a movie where i don't fully understand it at the end i get excited to watch uh youtube videos or read articles explaining it from other like uh, people that watched it that makes me so excited and finding those little hidden things that you might have missed for sure that the acting is incredible <sighs> incredible without much being said it is, it's very hard for me to watch. And not in the sense of like Saw is hard for me to watch. That's just disgusts me. This one is hard for me to watch because like I'm on the edge of my seat constantly throughout the movie. And well, this movie also gets pretty graphic and gross. So yes, it can be a little bit like that. Yeah. But I think it's like a little more tasteful. It's, it's more so You're necessary. Right. Her sawing her head off with a piano cord is very tasteful. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. You're right. You're that's right. Insane. Let me take everything back that I said. <laughs> Um, have you thought about seeing a therapist? <laughs> Me? Knowing that this is your favorite film ever <laughs> and that you want to show this to your future children? I will show this to them for sure. Oh, God. They got to be 13, though. <laughs> that's, that's... There! 20 years too soon. <laughs> they need to be 33? Yes. They need me to be older than I am right now at this current age? Yes. <laughs> I'm not happy that you made me watch this. <laughs> not happy at all. The, the the my favorite character was the dad. He's the most down to earth person. Steve, he's a doctor. Yeah, well, you're not a doctor of putting fires out. He's not a fireman. <laughs> Clearly, because that guy goes up like a in flames, like a sack of hay. That guy doesn't know what's going on. Poor poor Steve is just sitting there at the dinner table and doing his best. He's like, I gotta protect my son. I don't know what's going on with my wife. Some things are going on. You need to get help. What's happening? Well, important an important piece of information that we learn later on is that she sleepwalks. Right. Uh, we don't even learn it later on. We find out like pretty much in the beginning from the first time she goes to the bereavement class, she talks oh, about yeah, sleepwalking. Yeah, that's right. But we don't and find out. Wait. Yeah. Hang on a second. Okay. And then we see her doing it ah. without knowing what's happening. Yeah. When he comes home 
uh, on, from the bike. I think it might be after he gets high under the bleachers. Yeah. She's sleeping in the car, and we don't really like see anything of it. He goes inside, and then she drives away. Oh. And I think where she's going when she's driving That's away right. is when, remember the, remember the dad gets the call, and he's like, what do you mean desecrated? the grave oh my gosh that's right because her sleepwalking went and dug up the fucking because that was weird huh when he comes home mm. i was like oh she's just gonna i don't know go to get some groceries no, or something she's sleepwalking i think that's the whole question of like is that left okay is it certain that she's the one that dug up the grave or is yes. it the rest of the cult so it no, is her she did it mm. she did it because who else would have and because doesn't he doesn't the dad say also mm. that the person of the who owns the cemetery was like uh don't tell your wife she'll be very disturbed by it and he was like oh uh, okay yeah sure and yeah. he's like why wouldn't i say something to you? he's like because it was you who did it oh my gosh you desecrated the grave oh my gosh man wasn't that insane when she opens up the attic and flies come out and you're like oh there's a dead body in there there's for sure a dead body in there that was not my first thought but sure <laughs> she walks up dead body dead body symbol painted in blood who's dead body her mom's well, we don't know right away. It could be anybody's, but, you know. It's yeah, pretty... she was like, it looked like my mom's later on. And, yeah, that symbol popping up again. Crazy. You, this movie also, do you notice that when it pans out from the house and it goes from day uh, day to night <laughs> fast? Yes. If you look Hurt at it eyes. deep enough, those naked people from the cult, they're scattered in the background. I don't like that. When it turns <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. I did watch and read that in an interview, the mm. director of this film, Ari Aster, yeah. said that this is a movie about a demonic cult um, ritual told to the point of view of the sacrificial lamb. Told to the point of view? Told from, from the, the point, point of view of the, the sacrificial, sacrificial lamb. <gasps> They're the lamb. The lamb doesn't know that he's being up for cosmic yeah. slaughter. He's just living his life, and he's all of a sudden like, he's getting okay. stabbed. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, oh my fuck. God, what did I do wrong? Whoa, what a crazy, no wonder. Okay, that makes sense. These people are like, like the grandma set this all up for her own wealth and gain and knowledge and power. Mm-hmm. That was crazy in that book where, you know, about payment, and she turns the page, and it's like someone on top of a bunch of gold, and it says, riches of the conjurer. Because those that conjure up payment will be rewarded in wealth and knowledge. Yes. Um, I did find it interesting that in the beginning when Tony Collette's talking to the bereavement group, she talks about how she didn't let her grandma touch Peter or like spend any time with Peter. Yeah. Because she was so, she just didn't want anything. So then she felt bad about that. So she gave Charlie to her. To the point where I think the grandma was feeding Charlie. Weird. Right. And she could like... Tony Collette could even feed Charlie. So now Charlie's being fed immediately from the birth devil stuff. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's already very close to the grandma. After gran- grandma dies, she's like, who's going to take care of me now? Crazy. That's so sad. I, I'm starting to get a little bit of a tummy turn think, talking <laughs> oh, about no. this. Oh, no. I don't like this movie. It's very viscerally <laughs> oh, no. sickening to me. It's very intense. Um don't worry. We'll, we'll talk about a few more things. We'll wrap it up and we'll get you out of here with some Pepto. I just want, or Tums at least. Like I, This movie should come with a warning label. I've never seen anything that should have must, a trigger warning. Must have Tums or Pepto-Bismol at hand. going to fuck you up. Whatever that means to you.
Have your, Prepare accordingly. Have your medicine nearby. Put on your diapers. Take your tums. Wipe your mouth. Do whatever you have to do. Don't watch this on a first date. No. <laughs> oh, man. If you want to show your date that you cannot handle this, well, she probably wouldn't handle it either. So, yeah, man, it's pretty intense. So this is your favorite scary film, huh? Yes, sir. For this reason, exactly. The fact that it's still, that I can talk about it with excitement and still discover bits and pieces years later, it's incredible. Literally makes my skin problem very uncomfortable right I'm now. I'm so sorry. We um, haven't even talked about the seance that they have in their house. <laughs> Right. The seance that scares the shit out of Peter, and he's like, "Alex's Alex Wolf's acting when he cries, really, it's heartbreaking, man. Because like it's like it's such a, it's a real cry. It's a, it's not one of those Hollywood cries where where they take their their thumb and index finger and put it on the bridge of their nose and they cover their eyes so that no one can see that they're not crying. This is so scary. No, he's like actually kind of hyperventilating. He beat himself. Probably, man. Because then even the dad is like, you have to stop this. You're scaring my son. Mm-hmm. The dad is scared, but does it play it on? Then- he has to be strong. Well, because Peter <sighs> is so scared of Annie because of her sleepwalking. Because we find out later on, when they were kids, Annie had sleep uh, sleptwalked to their room, covered them in... Uh, paint thinner. In paint thinner and had a box of matches. And only woke up because uh, because of the sound of her striking the matches against the box. But you know why she did that? Why? Because she didn't want her mom to turn her children into demons. Mm. She was trying to stop it already. So she had like a, she, a gut feeling. She talks about in the first bereavement group, she talks about how her mom had DID. What's DID? Um, it's uh You want me to look it up? Dissociative Identity Disorder. Okay. So essentially multiple personality disorder. Ah. And that's hereditary because of... Oh, wait, no, that's, it's not. It is. Because that's what Tony Collette has. Because there's some versions of her that are digging up graves, and some versions of her that are pouring paint thinner on her, and some versions mm-hmm. of her that are just trying to be a good mom. And like she's got all these different personalities going on. She doesn't know what's what and who's who. And also, didn't it say that like her Babadook. her uh, brother had? They claimed that her brother suffered from schizophrenia, and he killed himself because he said that his mom was trying to put people, people in, in him. him. Which I thought maybe was like a weird mom orgy thing, but it's not. It's actually like a demon thing. That's exactly what this movie was. Because he was the male host. And since that didn't work, that's why the grandma was really egging Annie on to have more kids. Peter, so that she could do it to Peter. And then Mm -hmm. she didn't give her Peter at all. So then she's like, do the next one. And then she's like, it's a daughter. And she's like, well, then I'll do it anyway. That'll work for right now. So the rules are kind of flimsy then, right? So like Payman's like, I'll take a boy only. And it's like, we got a girl. And he's like, that also works. Works. But to thrive, this this is my theory, is that since if Payment wasn't Charlie, Charlie wasn't really fully effective as Payment, right? Which is probably mm. why Charlie looked a little, was like a little social outcast, was a little like, uh, looked weird and was weird. But like, I think he thrives the best in a male host. Very high breast. Who? who, who? Charlie? <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> right where her collarbones are. Her breasts were very high. <laughs> um... So, <laughs> weird observation. Wasn't sure if I was going to bring that up in the episode or not. But oh, I d- but here we are. But I did think that immediately as soon as I saw <laughs> her on screen. Ah, hi, hi boobs. Hmm. Very American. Give that, chi- <laughs> give that child some tits. <laughs> Fucking America. Um, then this... Oh, the seance. I want to get back to the seance before we get too far. That part. How did that... Go- what did you think of that scene? 
So the first seance, I was very much of like, oh, this is all going to be fake. This is what like Harry Houdini made his money on was like proving seances are wrong. Like, and the chalkboard trick is a very common magic trick. Yeah. Um, so that's why I didn't believe it. That's why I was like, oh, this doesn't seem like it's a real thing. As opposed to the seance that they do later on, mm. those things seem real and like scary. Yeah. Right when her arm caught on fire because she threw the book in there. Yes. When the glass moves and like it, so the first seance seemed kind of hokey pokey to me. Even as a person who like doesn't watch scary films, just from what I know. So and it's not until just now that you point out to me like, oh, that's because that that is a fake seance. Like that really is like a yeah. bullshit seance. Mm-hmm. And then the second time you do it, it's fucking that terrifying. One was real. It's actually really fucking. Joan was scary. just trying to make her do. A real seance. No, a, a summoning. A summoning. So it brought back, I mean, it brought back Charlie, but since we know that Charlie is payment. Bringing back Charlie is bringing back payment. Yes. You just brought payment into your house and you your entire family is just And that's when screwed. the blue light goes into mm-hmm. Tony Colette's face. And then she like is like scared and like. Starts speaking. No, no at, during the seance, she starts speaking as Charlie. And she says, mom, dad, I'm scared. I'm scared. And then that's when Peter starts crying. And it is just the the most stressful. And I remember watching this in theaters, and I'm like, I really hope that this brings the family closer because I know <laughs> that because she's she's like, honey, honey, wake up, wake up. Bond. Uh, I, I yes, there's she even at the dinner table. They were saying like, this could have been an opportunity for us to get closer. Your sister's death, but you got that stupid fucking face on your face, right? That scene, that argument between the mom and the son is very, very intense. It starts off. From the very bottom, you know what the catalyst was. He's he's just sees that she's in discomfort. And says, "Mom, you have anything to say?" Do you think that was the scene that he auditioned with? Ooh, that would be a good scene I to audition. You, I with. hope it is. I think it is. Yeah, that's an Alex fact. Yeah, it's an Alejandro fact. That because it'd be hard to audition with any of the other scenes where he has to cry. That's difficult, right? This audition, you guys smoke weed under a bleacher. Okay, and then act like you're having a heart palpitation. It's like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Whoa, man. Whoa. Movie would be way different. <laughs> Anyways, no, it's, I mean, I do want to say a couple of things to you for making me watch this movie. Okay. Number one, fuck you. <laughs> I knew it was going to be that. Number two, thank you. No, you're welcome. Number three, fuck you. Again? And number four, hmm. <laughs> it ends with contemplation because you still don't know what to think about it it tells me a lot about you as a person people ask me alex what's your favorite film i say goodfellas people say christian what's your favorite film you say hereditary <laughs> no my well you know this is my favorite horror movie this is up there with like you know it's one of the quentin tarantino films i haven't figured it out yet <laughs> i still Just, haven't they all have that top spot they, they're all good i was at one point it was reservoir dogs and at one point it's jackie uh I was jackie say, chan <laughs> one point have you seen jackie chan by quentin tarantino <laughs> a biopic <laughs> but yeah this is my favorite scary movie of all time this and then right under it is it follows which is something else you should check out i recently was told that i might enjoy it because of the comedy in it but i don't want to see kids do an orgy gangbang no it follows not it oh and I don't think they do an orgy gangbang in this. Oh, okay, good. I think that's just in the book. Okay, okay. Just, I mean, I'm just checking. I think, yeah, I think that's just in the book because there's no way in 2017 Hollywood they'd be like, all right. Well, it is Hollywood. Ah, oh, you're right. Uh, anyway, we'll see who produced it. So Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> and um, they for sure did it. Do you have a B pause? It's going to go to Tony Collette. Uh, I was going to say Alex Wolf. Uh, Alex Wolf, he's, he's right under. I have to give it to him because. He has a very beautiful face and a very pretty mole. 
he does have you guys have similar features way different noses his is broken and really broken is what you were saying <laughs> super broken um, man and it's funny because that desk was made out of styrofoam was it no I was like, I don't know. You did some research. Maybe they should. It would have broken. It would have broken in contact. Um, he is also like, I just want to say one thing. Dedicated student, yeah. Peter. Mm. He's going through so much shit. And I remember even watching this movie. At one point, I turned to Karen and I said, he's not going to take one day off of school. Stay home. He's not going to take like one personal day for himself. This is because he doesn't like it at home. I think he likes it better at school. Does he? Because he keeps cutting class. Because the home. Yeah, but he, he'd rather be. Here's, here's, the, here's the tier of here's places he wants to be. Bleachers, school, home. Party. And parties up there. Except after Charlie. I don't think he's going to go to a party for a while. I, well, he can't because he's not Peter anymore. So so he's your best person on set? He's a great actor. He did a great job. Ari Aster is an incredible director as incredible. well. I just want to say, re reimagining how I think of horror. Mm-hmm. This is the scariest film I've ever seen in my life, and it's not like anything I've ever seen Changed before. Changed the horror game. When this first came out. This makes me like horrors. When this first came out, um, uh, critics said that this is the scariest film to have come out since The Exorcist, and I could say that's like that's a that's reasonable judgment, man. I can't think of anything between The Exorcist and Hereditary that was this scary and this good. It's incredibly, incredibly to my core. One of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life without relying on spiders, jump scares, yes, murderous sir. clowns, overuse of gore, um, like clearly fake ghost stories. Like it is a very, very scary movie. Well, to add to that, let's talk about the last 15 minutes before we rate the film. Because the last 15 minutes is just when shit goes down. So after he breaks his nose, they bring him back home. Tony Collette is saying uh, to Steve, Hey, let's burn this book. The book is uh, the the little drawing book with Charlie's drawings because all that's popping up in Charlie's drawings are pictures of Peter with his eyes X'd out, which is a terrifying thing. Also kind of like a funny classic comic cartoon thing of being yeah. like, oh, he's dead. X on his eyes. Yeah, we X see page. it. In, we X see it uh, yeah, X's on eyes are just, uh, that means you're dead. Um, and then you did you think uh, the husband was going to be like, okay. I'm on your side. I believe you. No, because throughout the whole film, he thinks she's fucking crazy. Yeah. Because he knows that she's kind of cuckoo bananas, right? He's been sticking it in there. He knows when he's cuckoo bananas. <laughs> um, what I did not expect mm. was him to instantly turn into the human torch. <laughs> he turned into Chris Evans real fast. He just... <laughs> so wasted no time. He must have been wearing wool that was dipped in lighter fluid uh, and just had like matches in his pockets because he lights up. Quick. Quick. Well, the only reason why Tony Collette, when she first tried, didn't light up is because she just threw the book dry. In a kind of, yeah. Just raw dog into the fireplace. <laughs> but this time, she put lighter fluid on it to make sure that it burned. But she didn't know it was going to burn Steve. Not her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Peter comes down and sees the burnt, crisp, <gasps> uh, well-done body. Real quick. Back it up. Do you remember when he wakes up? Do you see what's in the background? What? You didn't see? Was your TV too dark? What was it? When he wakes up after he's burned, after Steve is burned, the camera's panned out, but in the dark corner of his bedroom <gasps> is the is is Annie. <clears throat> Annie's on the corner, just like watching him. And then like when he finally sits up, you see Annie silently just crawling on along the, the walls. Yes. 
You see that a couple of times because then when he goes downstairs, you see her in the roof. As, yeah, she's on the ceiling again. This is the part of the movie where naked old people start showing up. The first naked old, the first naked person that pops up in that like pantry or closet. Yeah. Do you remember at the beginning of the funeral when Charlie goes up to the grandmother's casket? There's all those weird guys smiling at there's her. There's that one weird guy smiling at him, at her, and it's that person. And then there's like one old lady smiling at Peter from the school. Or, yes. Uh, from across the street. She's all she's in the attic. Ugh. I also was terrified when he's running away from his mom after she's fully possessed. Dude. And she starts banging it. on the oh door. Oh my gosh. With her head. She's upside down. And she's banging her head super fast. It's a it's that messed will up. haunt me. That will that will make me scared. That's I think one of my favorite scenes. All the conjuring films propose that demons only knock three times. Not 47 times. Not 47 times in a row with their face. <laughs> and oh. also, when Peter does come down the stairs, the piano's already smashed. I was like, oh, fuck. Someone's got a piano chord. And Karen goes, what's a piano chord going to do? I'm like, cut your head off. Mm-hmm. And guess what it does later? Cut her own head off. She's levitating and looking at Peter dead in the eyes. And he thinks it's a nightmare. Yeah, well, what else would you think like, it wake is? wake up, wake up. And he sees all these naked people. And he dives out the window. And then dies. And then if you like look closely enough, you'll see uh, Peter's spirit leave. It's like it's kind of like a shadow. And then you'll see Payman's blue light enter his body. And then shortly afterwards, the treehouse that Charlie always sleeps in, you see the headless body and just floating. And I'm terrified to drive now because that's what I think I'm going to see. Huh? I just think I'm going to see a floating headless body Hmm. as I'm driving at night. I'm sorry to put these visuals in your head. I don't think I'm going to see that. But chances a, are but it is a very scary thing to think of <laughs> I would like to not think about it but I don't know if I'll ever run into that is that a is that a floating no it's a balloon no no, no 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 my mistake a, a balloon, balloon at night is also scary though just like like who the fuck lost that a stagnant balloon yeah do you remember <sighs> when we were with Greg Sanga in his car driving down Lake Herman Road yes you know what I'm talking about yes that's maybe the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in real life that is unexpl- one of the unexplained of my life. Uh, baddies for context, when uh, Lake Herman is a road here in Benicia, which is apparently where uh, the Zodiac Killer... No, no it is confirmed. That it is, is confirmed. Where, where the Zodiac Killer had his first murder, two and, technically. And being dumb teenagers like we were, we drove there in the middle of the night. We used to play the game where you would drive that road without headlights. And so we did that. And then Greg turned on his headlights and there was like smoke in the middle of the road. Like greenish smoke or something. I mean, it wasn't even, to me, it wasn't even greenish. It was just smoke. It looked like somebody had just like done like a donut and then drove off, but nobody was around. That's what I'm hoping it was. Nobody was around. I need an explanation. And as we drove into the smoke, it didn't just like, boof, go around the car. It Mm -hmm. like went into the car Mm -hmm. and then came out and all of us were like, let's go, let's go home. (laughs) I think we went to Jack in the Box and we were like, let's get out of here. Man, so scary. Terrifying. I give this movie a five out of five. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. I give it a five out of five as well. This gets the ICBTB golden buzzer. This is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. It is a, like I've said, a viscerally, emotionally, gutturally, skin crawling, life reorienting, nonchalant brain buster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Incredible, and that's just up until the first death, <laughs> which I guess technically is the grandma, which is as soon as the movie starts. Yeah, it's pretty pretty quick, man. 
It's a five out of five for me. This yeah. is this five movie is incredibly scary. Yeah. Be warned, baddies. This is not for the fan of heart. Yes. This is not. <sighs> Be ready to watch it. It's not your typical horror film. Like I said before, it is streaming on Showtime. But if you don't have that, it's worth the rent or the purchase. Every penny. It is worth every scare. Yeah. I don't need to watch any more scary films ever again. Mm. Till next October, man. No. Till next October. We'll get a. Uh, I'll have um, a replacement. I'm kind of sad that we did this and like it's everything else is not going to be as scary afterwards. I kind of want to watch this again now. Well, I can't wait for Christmas. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, before we go, the movie ends. They're in the treehouse. The entire cult's there. They're all naked. They're all hell payment. Pa- they're all bowing down to Peter, who is now Charlie. Once. Once Peter's uh, possessed, he starts doing the tongue clicking. He starts doing the tongue clicking, and he's crowned as King Payment as the movie swells with the sound of bells oh, and horns. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that statue with Charlie's head? Real scary. And then the bowing, de- Annie's decapitated body and the grandma's decapitated body bowing to the statue with Charlie's head? Very weird. Horrible, horrifying, and then it pans out. And as it pans out, it's a miniature model house, like how Annie. So it was does. all a dream. No. Oh no. Oh. Uh, what they say, Ari Aster says that the reason as to why you know how the movie starts off in a dollhouse. In a dollhouse, it's just saying that that's representative of how this family has no control. They're the, being controlled. The demons are playing with them. Mm-hmm. They're a demons play thing. Yes, that's all it is. Well, this Incredible. has been a very intense, intense episode. I do want to take just one second to shift gears. What's up? Um, as you may know, because we have discussed this, we are the number one film and television podcast in the country of Barbados. Barbados. So I want to make a shout out to all of our listeners in Barbados. I want to congratulate you on electing your first president. Not only is it a female woman of color, but you are no longer beholden to the Queen of England. So uh, fuck that old tag. Hey. I'm just glad that you guys are doing your own thing and that it took how how long? I mean, I think I think Barbados was a place that pirates lived. Okay, so that long. That long. Yes, yes. So here's to you, Barbados. This Our, episode's for you. The Barbados baddies. Ba ba ba. Ba ba ba. Wrong movie! <laughs> You know where to follow us. I'm at call underscore me Jesus. I'm at Christian has asthma. And the podcast is ICBTB podcast. You guys know the shit. Happy Halloween. Stay safe out there, baddies. We're doing fun movies for November. So God, uh, I can't wait. We're going to do movies like The Happy Man, The Smiley Face, <laughs> The Joy of Doing, <laughs> Eat, Pray, Love, Reading Rainbow, Mama Mia, hey Mama Mia 2, Papa Pia. Um, Papa Pia is a thing, right? Yeah, we talked about this. All right, baddies. Happy Halloween. Stay safe. Y'all, y'all know what to do. Make good decisions. Don't eat the candy. candy.